People need an income that's guaranteed to them. If you lose money to taxes, you're never getting that money back. You need to get serious about adding some lower risk. Greed. I don't like greed. The thing to be afraid of, honestly, is the thing that we're not thinking of, the black swan event. There's a tsunami coming. Bye, bye, bye. Welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Just coffee talk. There's a lot of noise, a lot of chatter. Who do you listen to? Who do you not listen to? You have to stay focused. A fun and informative look at the issues of wealth, retirement, and protecting your life savings. These advisors out there that were trained to sell, 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 and have all these fees, fee, fees, they don't want to talk, talk, talk about this product because <laughs> so they make less, less, less money. <laughs> and now, Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Hello again and welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. You can find us online, real simple, zinniawealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, wealth.com. We're glad you found us today as we on this show kind of talk through some of the things that are going on out there that you'll see on the financial news. But more importantly, what is it that you are looking at when it comes to your financial news, your retirement, and the questions that you have about how all that's going to turn out? That's why we have this show. And Sharice Rivers of Zinnia Wealth, she kind of guides us through. Hey, Sharice, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, and we are just glowing with Halloween in our office. <laughs> yeah, a little contest this uh, this past week. We do. You know, we don't really, you know, decorate for Halloween or anything like that, but then my kids at home wanted to this year, so we did some fun decorations outside, and then the office, we started talking about it. I'm like, why don't we have a, a desk decorating contest just to kind of just, you know, okay. do something fun. And um, so I, I tried to get into my office in the conference room to do some sort of walk, cool walkthrough, but I failed miserably. So it was cute. But we have some staff members that really went, you know, to the nines mm -hmm. to um, win this Halloween contest. And we're going to post them on Facebook. It was Michelle. It was big office contest. And then Tony won the small desk office contest. So, gotcha. yeah, it was fun. You know, you just got to. You know, bring joy every day, even if, even if it's a competition. <laughs> so when choosing a Halloween costume for yourself, are you more on the ghoul side and, and kind of that side? Or are you on the superhero side? Or where are you when you choose your, your Halloween costume? <laughs> You know, I'm pretty simple. You know, angel, kitty cat, okay. you know, just right. put some whiskers on or, you know. You're on the cute <laughs> side. Okay. I, I am. You know, we okay. don't, we don't, we don't do the whole goblin-y kind of thing. Like if you go in for a front yard, it's, you know, the cartoon character type Halloween blow ups and that kind of stuff. So gotcha. not the scary stuff, just for fun. You gotcha. Know? Gotcha. All yeah. right. Well, very good. Well, we uh, it, it's been a little ghouly out there in the markets of late, and we will uh, take a look at an inflation number that is still way up there. In August, the number was 8.3. In September, the number that just came out is 8.2. They were expecting an 8.1. And so we're pretty much steady eddy on the, uh, on the inflation. So you don't breathe a sigh of relief. You say, this is still the highest inflation we've had in 40 years. Go try to buy an airline ticket, go try to get a hotel room, go try to rent a car, and it hurts, doesn't it, Cherise? Oh, my goodness. I just had a couple of clients come in. And it's like, okay, so we booked this trip. We're leaving in a week. It's 10 days. He's like, but you know what? The flights are still astronomical. It, it's to the point that we don't even want to pay for it, but we're still going to because we really just want to go on a trip. But it, the, the cost and the prices, people are having to pull more money out of their accounts than ever. And it's causing people to get nervous. A lot of people are nervous out there. What's going on with globally, the market, they're hearing about the dollar. They're hearing about gold and, you know, inflation this, inflation that, interest rate this, interest rate that. So the, the whole point of raising interest rates, you know, is to lower inflation over time so that we stop going on these flights and we stop going on these cruises and so on and so forth. But we are in a total different time period than I have ever seen because yeah. we're post-COVID. And people typically in times like this will slow down their mm -hmm. um, travels. But because we were stuck in our homes and we had to deal with COVID, people were like, screw the market. <laughs> we're going to go and go ahead and book our trips, yep. even though it's double because we just want out. Yep. You know what I mean? So... People are spending more than ever. So I really hope they had planned for that. Um, most of our clients have because when we do our go-go years of planning, that first 10 years, we front-loaded their income anyways. I'm always giving them more than they really need. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's a positive thing. But the people who have not planned for that and put it on 
paper and actually seen the numbers by front-loading retirement, and they're just assuming, hey, it's okay to take more out. You know, I got to do what I got to do to go on vacation. It could, you know, really hurt your portfolio over a time period, especially if you're pulling dollars out of an account that has gone backwards, which is a no-no. And that's the key right there. I yeah. mean, for those of us who are working, you know, you just keep working and, and you pay the price and you make your choices. If you're not working and you're pulling money out of your accounts, then it really gets to be a, a difficulty. And, and we have to build these things into our retirement plan. So let's go there just a little bit, Sharice, because mm-hmm. people listen to this show because they are getting ready to retire for the most part. And so if you're on one year away or six months away or something like that, we're kind of right on the edge you say to yourself, should I retire in a down market? Well, that's a really good question because it brings up something called sequence of returns. This is Amy Arnott from Morningstar, and she kind of explains how this can be a real retirement killer. So if you're retired, you're probably taking withdrawals from your portfolio, which reduces the value. But then if the market is down, that reduces the value even more. So it's sort of a double whammy, and it can also hurt your results because there's not as much value left to rebound when the market recovers. So there it is. You're taking money out of a bucket that's losing money, and then you got to try to build it back up. And we know that you go down 20 or 30 percent, you need more than 20 or 30 to get back, don't you, Sharice? Yeah, it's interesting how it works out, because a lot of people don't quite understand that. And just like quick math, if if you have $10,000 in the stock market and you just lost 10%, well, now you have, you know, 9000 And the very next year, let's say you make that 10% back. Well, that $10,000 is not 10000 yet. It's 9900 because right. you need 11% to get back to even. It just takes more work. And if you lose 30, you need 43% to get back to even. And that's why it takes people, you know, three to five years to get back to even. And so sequence of returns risk is a new risk. And it's only for those people who are retiring and living on those dollars now. This is called the decumulation phase of retirement. And that this sequence of returns risk is the number one reason why people fear running out of money because so many people have run out of money because of the sequence of returns that follows after you retire and you're taking withdrawals. We always have had interest rate risk, inflation risk, longevity risk, market risk, those four risks. But now we have a fifth risk, Sharice, in retirement. What is this? I've never heard about this. So this is something I really want you all to really tune into right now and understand Because if you don't understand it and you're pulling dollars out of an account that goes backwards and you just lost 10%, you're never going to make those dollars back on those dollars you just pulled out. Plus, you if you lost 10, you got to make 11 to get back to even. It's just, it is this, I call it the speed bump that could really derail a retirement. And we just don't want that to happen. I mean, think about the lost decade, Randy. Let's go from 2000 to 2010, that 10 year period. They call it the lost decade because the stock market averaged 1.8%. It wasn't 1.8, 1.8, 1.8, 1.8 every year for 10 years. It was the up of the stock market, the down of the stock market, the up of the, the, the big roller coaster ride. But if it only averaged 1.8%, people are thinking, well, that's not so bad. It's not bad if you weren't taking withdrawals. That is correct. Mm -hmm. But if you're taking withdrawals, that 1.8% is way worse on your portfolio than you could ever imagine because of the sequence of returns. So a lot of people want to know, Sharice, hey, I'm about to retire in six to 12 months and I'm going to need income and I don't want to worry about the sequence of returns. What do we do? And so when you come into our office, I'm going to show you a really neat looking sequence of returns chart. We're going to put your assets in there. We're going to show you what the last 20 years looks like based on the sequence of returns. If you stay exactly where you're at right now, we're going to show you. And I'm going to tell you that is a usually a jaw dropping moment in my office. When people see that, they're like, oh, I didn't know that's how that worked. And it never mattered before in retirement because you weren't living on your money. You were just contributing. So now that you're embarking into retirement, the game will change. And you really need to see the sequence of return chart that we show everyone because it is like the first time we say it on radio, we talk about it. But when you see the visual and it's your money, you're like, oh, I don't want that to happen, Sharice, if this sequence of returns takes place. And and we, we want to educate you when you come in the office so you understand why sequence of returns risk is 
absolutely one of the most important things that we're going to focus on first, among many other things. Well, this is one of those deals where we talk about this all the time. It is more in retirement than peeling money off the top of your investments. You save a million or a million and a half for retirement. I'll just take money as I need it. Well, if you're taking money as you need it out of a bucket that is going down, you're not taking 4%. You're probably taking 5, 6, 7, 8, 10%. And that's a way to lose and run out of money. So, Sharice, the idea here is let's not get ourselves, A, in this fix to begin with. And number two, let's create income so that we're not pulling money out of a bucket that is losing money. So we have to have, as we say, make you a income wizard with dividend-paying stocks and, and income annuities and, and, and places that pay you in your retirement years. Build a paycheck. We want to build paychecks. Mm, <laughs> okay. Okay. And we just start with the basics. Let's make sure Social Security, when do we turn on Social Security? Do we take it at 62? Do we take it at 67? Do we wait till 70? We'll align that when we create our income plans for you. Do you get a pension? Yes or no. If you don't get a pension, we'll work on something called a contractual guarantee so you can get a like, similar uh, version of that pension if you want it. Um, there's nothing more relaxing and uh, I would say may, would make you more confident than knowing that you had that extra pension paycheck. Most people have never complained about that. Um, so that's two paychecks. And then, you know, then we usually have an interest bearing account and that could be your 60-40 portfolio or your 40-60 portfolio. But be very careful with those portfolios because they're not working the way they have before. So um, there's a yes and no to that. But we do want some money in the stock market and then we want to create, you know, another income check, which could be your dividend check. You have a little bit of money in the stock market as long as you want it. That's paying you a, a dividend. We love dividends because it's free money. It's like you were working, you're contributing to your retirement account, and you're getting this free match. I mean, that's what you're getting uh, basically with a dividend stock. So even if the market goes down, we historically see these really great companies continue to pay that dividend and maybe even go up. So that's another paycheck if you wanted it. And then we have the safe money paycheck. And just basically just taking the interest, if it's going to guarantee you 5% every year for the next five years, well, we can pull that 5% and you can maintain principal. So there's different paychecks that we can have coming out to you, no matter what's happening in the stock market. Um, you just want to be very careful. If you only have Social Security and then you only have a 60-40 investment portfolio, to me, that's not enough paychecks. That's not enough diversity inside your portfolio. The 60-40 portfolio right now is down an average of 20%. So if that is your plan, that's your investment plan. That's not your income plan. That's just an investment. You know, and we're telling you because of sequence of returns, you don't want to pull out that portfolio because bonds are down 15% year to date. Equities are down, I don't know, 20, 25% year to date, depending on your plan. We're not supposed to pull out of that. So what are you supposed to pull out of? Well, you should have leverage. You should have another bucket, really should have another two to three buckets. So you don't have to worry about that bucket. You know, maybe you, you, you turn that bucket faucet off because you have other buckets. But if you don't have other buckets, then you're screwed. Right? right? And that's just the way it is. And I don't mean to be vulgar about it, but if you're going to stay in a 60-40 plan, well, good luck to you because your averaging is going to be a lot lower the next 10 years, in my opinion, than it was the last 10 years. And then you're going to be thinking, well, shoot, why didn't I do this bucket strategy? If you knew some things today that you could have known five years ago, I'm sure you'd be happy to know it. But don't wait another five years to be like, okay, I'm going to do something about it because there's no better time than the present. And I'm telling you all the dynamics over the next 10 years are going to be a little different. And so how are you planning for it? How is it going to affect your personal economy and your withdrawal strategy when you're pulling out of your IRAs, your brokerage accounts, or your cash accounts? Are you even pulling out of the right account? Should you be pulling out of cash right now? Should you be living on your bonds? Should you be living on, you know, your equity? Should should you not be taking any of that those dollars? You know, you really have to align and make sure everything that's happening today is going to work for you moving forward. And you can't just guess. You can't just put your head down like you've done for years because, you know, you know, you always did the buy and hold and set it and forget it. But now we're getting ready to retire. Now it's really it is time to plan. It's time to put pen to paper and let's make sure all the math makes sense so that you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to say, well, shucks, Sharice, I have this 60-40 portfolio. Now I can't take any money out of it. Yeah, you can. But then you have that sequence of returns risk we just talked about. And now you're pulling money out while it went down. So where are the dollars that never went down so we can live on it until that account comes back up? It's really simple. Well, the 60-40 portfolio is having its worst year this year since the 1930s, folks. <laughs> so 
So that that portfolio that Wall Street has always been recommending is not doing well right now. And if that's where you're placed, I think it's time for a meeting with Sharice. When we say there's no time like the present, if you're on the edge of retirement and, and you're retiring in a down market, you could be susceptible to this sequence of return risk. The only way we know is to do the math on your retirement. And we will do that for you at no charge. Give us a call at Zinnia Wealth, 833-368-3680, 833-368-3680. Or an easy way to do this is go to our website, which is ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. There's a big blue button there that says schedule your complimentary retirement meeting and just click on that and you'll be on your way. All right, so Sharice just mentioned the lost decade where the stock market grew an average of 1.8% over a 10-year period of time. What will the next 10 years bring? Vanguard has a thought on that and we'll tell you what they say coming up next on Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. And while you're there, click on the event tab. That opens up our calendar, and you can see where Sharice is going to be. As we move our way into the month of November, she'll be at the Villages on November the 2nd and on the 8th at the College of Central Florida in Ocala. We call it Zinnia U, an educational event to tell you what is in store for you when it comes to retirement. And I imagine right Right now, there's a lot of people asking questions about inflation and markets and, and whatever we're dealing with right now. I imagine that's what uh, takes up a lot of the conversation, Sharice. It does. A lot of people want to know, you know, Sharice, I have these mutual funds and bonds, and you're telling me, you know, I have an average of a, you know, this much in fees in, in the here, you know, should I be selling them? Should I leave them? I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, people are asking some really in-depth questions, and it's the same questions a lot of other people are um, asking, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, should I take Social Security now and live off that since all of my money is in the market and I've lost and I'm not supposed to take money out technically when the market goes down? And I can't give them that answer in a class. That's just what we, we do the math in the office. Sometimes it's a yes. Sometimes it's a no. It depends on, you know, lots of things. Right. We talk about long term care. Who needs it? Who doesn't? You know, what are your assets look like 20 years from now based on your income plan? And people like to dive into those things. And I think people really love our stock market part of it because we go over every investment under the sun, all the different types of fees, why we like some, why we don't like any unbiased opinion from us, of course. And, um, you know, people are just taxes, 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 Sharice. Yeah. Inflation, inflation, inflation. How do we protect from inflation? Like we go through all this stuff. They're like, then what do we do? And then we start talking about this is what we need to do. This is what we need to implement to recession and inflation proof our portfolios. They're like, aha, aha. You know, so people really, <laughs> really enjoy the class. You need an aha moment about your retirement and you can get it at Zinnia U, which is again, online. You can find us at uh, ZinniaWealth.com. Go to the event tab, November the 2nd at the Village. November the 8th at the College of Central Florida in Ocala. All right, Sharice just mentioned the lost decade, 2000-2010. We had 1.8% annual average growth in the stock market. That doesn't mean, as Sharice said, 1.8, 1.8, 1.8 every single year. That means the ups and the downs, the pluses and the minus all equal out to 1.8 for 10 years. Well, Vanguard says that they believe the next 10 years of the market, even though the market averages 7 to even 11% over its history, they believe we'll see 35 to 5.5% annually for the next 10 years. So, Cherise, if you're looking at growth like that, can you power a retirement portfolio on 35 to 5.5% growth? Can people retire on that number comfortably? Absolutely, they okay. can. But the problem is, is... Vanguard, you know, uh, they're right. I mean, who knows? I and mean, they could be wrong. It could be 1.8% yeah. over the next 10 years, right? Sure. But I don't think it'd be that drastic. You never know. It could be 2.8. But I think they're within the, the middle, like the 3.5 to 5.5 over the next 10 years. To me, that's that's definitely a lot more realistic where we stand today. The 7% um, average return over the next 10 years, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But I'm going to tell you, investments aren't doing what they used to do 10 years ago. And they're, they're just always changing. So if you're going to take this risk, this absolute absorbent amount of risk to only make 3.5 to 5.5, well, gosh, 
golly gee, Randy, <laughs> we could do that in the safe money strategies. You, you know need, what I mean? You don't need equities to do three and a half to five and a half is what you, you're saying. You, yeah, you don't need bonds. You don't need equities. You don't even need structured notes or the CD leaked indexes. You, you don't need any of those and deal with the volatility. If this is really what we're thinking our average rate of return is, that's 3.5 to 5.5. That's with all the roller coaster ride, of course, right? right? Right. So what if you could just get a guaranteed 5% without the roller coaster ride, without advisor fees, without the stress of the stock market? That is what I'm talking about here at Zinni Wealth Management. Our fixed rates, making these changes to these bonds, implementing them as fast as you can, why you can, because it doesn't last forever. You know, if you if you like Vanguard and you believe what they say, an average of 3.5 to 5.5, then you're going to love us because <laughs> that is like easy. You know what I mean? And we All just right. use alternatives to do that. We, we don't have to put you in a 60-40 portfolio. I don't have to pick mutual funds or exchange rate funds. I don't have to get you know, jiggy with the bonds and try to sell here and buy here. You know, we could do this in such a simple way. And I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, I, I really couldn't guarantee a 5% return for the next five years. Um, but the time that we're in today has presented itself to where we are and globally and, and locally and throughout the United States, we have opportunity taking advantage of what's going on with interest rates and the dollar and everything else out there without taking any risk. So again, the 60-40 portfolio is not a fix-all. There's going to be some turbulence along the way. We don't want to pull money out when it's down. So why don't we find that one thing that's going to give us a 5% easy and it never goes down and we live off that 5% over the next five years. I mean, no brainer, right? Smart investing. You just have to change with the changes. And we're in this big dynamic interest rate market and big change. And so this is when you start diving into uh, these alternatives more than ever. Yeah, I think that uh, the interest rate has been the focus of so much of the news and the negative aspect of it. And because moving that interest rate up has made that market go down, but it also has had a positive effect on certain areas. The bank is is, is very, very slow to pick up on the on the rates. But there are other financial vehicles out there that are seeing an uptick in their interest rate. And these are places for your retirement that you might want to look into. And Sharice, you're, you've been kind of seeing the benefit for some of your people in these things. I have. I mean, we just have, um, we have this other really amazing company out there. And they just said, hey, we'll give you clients a 20% bonus plus 8% compounding every year until they're ready to take their income pension plan. I'm like, oh, my gosh, does it get any better than this? This is absolutely ridiculous. So I ran a quote on it recently. And on a 62-year-old, I, I said, well, if we park some IRA money in here, because we don't need to touch this IRA money for 10 years till we're 72. That's when you legally have to take money out per the RMD rules. And you're 62 now. And I did a quote for $500,000 from this client's account, and it said in 10 years, that $500,000 would guarantee $60,000 in income for the rest of your life. Wow. For the rest of your life. If you live to 90, it just keeps paying. I mean, it pays you back in less than 10 years. Plus, if you keep living, it keeps giving and giving and giving. I mean, it's such a great way to add to that retirement plan. And, and it's just gotten better than it ever has. And I've ever seen it in history. And I, then I ran. I was like, what if we do joint income for the husband and wife in case one of them passed and the other one lived, you know, another 15, 20 years? It was like 55000 I'm like, ah, well, that's a no-brainer. So... You know, time is of the essence and things are really good. And as soon as interest rates start coming down, I want to let you know these things are going to go bye bye. Yeah. But the people who are in them and are locked in, they're getting them now. So I'm I'm just in this world that I never thought I would be in right now because of way interest rates are going. But it's, remember, you guys remember the mortgages when you could go get a mortgage not too over 12 months ago, about 2.5. And now you're over 6%. You didn't get it. Mm -hmm. That's that's too bad. That's you know, you, you miss the opportunity. And I kept telling people, do it, do it. Let's get refinance our mortgages. Let's do this. It was a great time. And now I can't even talk about that. That was a conversation last year. Now this conversation, and I might be maxed out here in 12 months. It might be the same scenario. I'm going to be like, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You got to yeah. get in when it was good. <laughs> so interest rates, I looked this up, interest rates at 4%. Uh, the last time we had that was 2007. Okay, so we are looking at the highest interest rates we've had in 15 years 
Yes. And they continue to say they're going to raise them. But there's going to be a point where the Fed turns around and says, OK, now mm-hmm. we're cooling this thing off. Yes. And and that could happen in the next 60 or 90 days. So I'm saying get in to see Sharice within the next 60 days. Give us a call. Do an October, do a November. Get, let's get this in before the holidays mm-hmm. or, or make it right at the beginning of January. Let's make an appointment and take advantage of some of these things that are out there right now that may not yes. be there in the next six months. Yeah, Randy, and you're spot on about that. When anytime I see something this good, it does not last long. And now we're at the tail end because this has been going on for the last nine months. Mm-hmm. And I give it easily typically a 12-month window before they start pulling back. And absolutely, I think over the next two months is where we're going to, this is going to be as good as it gets yep. because interest rates are going up because they're trying to bring inflation down. And once the interest rates start to come down a little bit, you know, game over. Let's get the phones ringing right now. Give Sharice a call. Make that appointment. Let's get in on this. There's an opportunity right here, right now. So give us a call. 833-368-3680. 833-368-3680 or ZinniaWealth.com. Click on that big blue button there and you'll be on your way. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have our Ask Sharice segment. Somebody has a question about putting money from an IRA over to a Roth and how does that work? And we'll also talk about Sharice's uh, lesson in inflation as she was making brownies. That's coming up <laughs> on Retirement Coffee Talk. Six a.m. and something's missing. Oh, the alarm clock. Breakfast at nine. Coffee with friends at ten thirty. That usually becomes lunch. Walk the dog. Search the internet for airfare deals. Facetime with the grandkids. It's time to put away spreadsheets, deadlines, and traffic, and spend more time on you. It's time to talk retirement. ZinniaWealth.com. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com. And we try to teach the lessons of retirement and economics and all that here on the show. But Sharice, apparently you were in the kitchen making brownies and you had a big lesson in inflation. Tell me about that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so upset, everybody. I just got to <laughs> tell you. Because I make homemade cookies. I make homemade brownies. Everything from scratch. I'm like a scratch girl. Okay. But, you know, once in a blue moon, I'm just trying to do something really quick. I'll pull out a box. There's always a backup box. So I must have bought some brownies, put it in a cabinet. And I'm like, okay, we'll just make these really quickly. The first thing I noticed as I brought out the box, because I always did box stuff in college, I, I went, gosh, this box is shorter, it's skinnier, it's <laughs> narrower. And I went, it just didn't dawn on me that maybe something's changed inside the box. Mm-hmm. And so me and the kids are making brownies. We, we dumped it out. We put the egg and we put the um, oil in it, a little bit of water. And we start stirring it. And I just noticed, you know, normally you can take a couple bites and lick the bowl. We dump it in the pan, the typical pan I've always used for all of my brownies forever and ever and ever. It's the same pan I think I had since college. You want to know the truth? Right, right. Said. Yeah. Well, I noticed when I went in the pan, I'm like, gosh, this thing looks lower. It looks thinner. And my kids are like, mom, um, th- <laughs> there's something that looks different about these brownies. I'm like, no, they're like, should we use a smaller pan? I'm like, no, why? I mean, it's the same pan we always use. Why would we do that? You know, my I brownies are an eighth of an inch thick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I put the brownies in. It says for like, uh, I, I, I don't even look at the back anymore. So I just know typically about 24 minutes. After 12 minutes, I'm like, I looked at the box and I said, why does it say an eight by eight pan? When I just put it in an 11 by nine pan, I says, uh-huh. hey, it. what changed there? I'm like, oh my gosh, the entire directions on the back of the box have totally changed. I run to the stove. My brownies were done at 12 minutes. That's how thin it was. And I'm like, I wasn't paying attention to the shrinkflation of what we're buying that you actually have to calculate and do the math and use a different pan, use a different temperature and use a different amount of minutes. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the story of my life with retirees and coming up with income plans. I'm like, it's the brownie plan. But I almost burnt the brownies and we like them a little uh, gooey in the middle and they weren't gooey. So my kids are like, oh, they're not gooey. I'm like, I know. I messed up. And so I 
I'm like a... <laughs> oh, if you want gooey brownies, you got to buy two boxes now. Yeah, oh, so man. more of the story. I'm going to stick to making my homemade brownies because the, the hard chocolate that I buy has not changed. <laughs> and I can measure out my sugar. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyways, I had to tell the story because it's so, oh. it was just, you know, when you want brownies and you want them a certain way to go with your ice cream and then you almost burn them and then they're, it just doesn't work out the not same. Not good, not good. Anyways, that was my solid. Yeah. All right. I feel you all out there. <laughs> all right, so here's something else that is getting to us, and that certainly is taxes. And I got a great story here. Tariq Hill, he plays in the NFL. He's a wide receiver, and he had a choice to make. Is he going to go to the New York Jets, or will he play for the Miami Dolphins? And he decided to play for the Dolphins and live in Florida. Why? Here's why. You know what? It was very close to happening, man. But it's just those state taxes, man. You know, I, I realized, you know, I, I had to make a grown-up decision. And, you know, here I am in, in the great city of Miami. You know, great weather, great people. So here I am. Here you are. <laughs> so I had to make a grown-up decision about taxes. According to the numbers, if he were to have played for the Jets, he would have play, had to pay $3,191,000 in taxes. And a bunch of that would go to New Jersey and other states because they play in other states and they have to pay taxes in every state. But playing in Miami and living in Florida, he doesn't have to pay any state income taxes. And it saved him $3 million. So there you go. Yes. Make a grown-up decision about taxes and at least be thinking about it. I'm sure he had some good advice along the way. And, Sharice, when we get into retirement, we have to make a grown-up decision about taxes. It's not going to be the way it was while we were working. It's not. Taxes, you know, are on the rise. You know, we're, we're, they're going to expire here in 2025. They're going to go up. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to stop there because we can afford it not to stop there. So we can expect taxes, in my opinion, to continue to go up over the next 10 years. And how is that going to affect your pocketbook, especially in retirement? So, you know, we want to make smart decisions, especially if you're a snowbird and you're filing taxes up north. You might be like, you know what, maybe I will convert down to Florida full time, especially if you're a snowbird up north where you have to pay state taxes. Because especially if you live in like Omaha, Nebraska, holy cannolis, I am telling you, it just gets you. It's, it's half the income, it seems like, compared wow. to being in Florida. Florida is just a booming state. And um, we have to make smart decisions. And in retirement, when you're really looking out 10 years, you're thinking, what do I do with my dollars to be more tax efficient in the future? How can I go into a zero tax bracket maybe in 10 years or at least a lower tax bracket in 10 years while taxes are still going up? And it takes proper tax planning from your financial planner, your retirement planner. And that, that's us, of course. And what should we be doing? Well, number one, we should look be looking at tax loss harvesting, harvesting some of the gains, you know, selling some of the losers, some of the winners. Right now is a not a bad time to do those types of things. You can create this income for next year and pay zero taxes next year if we start planning this year for it, which is great. And here's a really, really hard one that people are having a hard time with. And they want to know, Sharice, I have a small Roth IRA. I know you keep talking about rolling some of this IRA dollars over to a Roth IRA because everything in the IRA is 100% taxable. So later on, as taxes go up, it's going to be more painful. I'm going to have less income because I got to pay more to Uncle Sam later. And should we be rolling money over from our IRAs over to a Roth? Because we know in 10 years, all that money grows tax-free and, you know, you have to worry about, you know, taking money out if you didn't want to. And, and that gets us actually right into our Ask Sharice question for today. This person is thinking about moving money from an IRA over to a Roth, and they're saying, which part of my IRA should I roll over? And I, I looked at that and I went, I, I don't get it because I just thought you just took an amount of money and you put it into the Roth. But they're saying I have different holdings in my IRA. Should I split it up and move a certain kind of money over to a Roth? So yes. talk to me about that. So, so, so important. This is a very, very probably the most important part of when we're planning from what bucket. And so uh, the person who I spoke to, they have mutual funds and exchange traded funds. And I would say... 50% um, was in bonds, 40% was in equities, and 10% in cash. And they said, Sharice, we were going to move the cash from our IRA, roll over, you know, $40,000 and move it over to this Roth IRA. And I asked them, you know, why would we move the cash? And it's like, well, that's why I'm asking this question, because I'm not sure which portion I should move. And I say, this is what you should do. 
when you're rolling an IRA over to a Roth, don't move the cash portion, okay? Move the portion that really took the most risk, that took the biggest hit. Mm -hmm. So if you have bonds that lost 15%, and then you had equities that lost 25%, we would want to sell out of the equities, and roll those dollars over to the Roth IRA. And the reason why is because is the IRA already took the hit. You already lost 25%. If you move that to a Roth and buy that same fund that lost 25%, we know, because we've been taught this for the last 40 years, if you don't sell, you don't lose. So this is kind of the thinking. Sell it, put it in the one that took the loss that's already, and let that grow tax-free because we know it's going to come back right? We, it, markets always come back. And so if it, we know equity is going to come back, just like our buy and hold strategy, if it's going to come back, then why don't we let it come back in that tax-free bucket? Mm -hmm. So all those gains are now tax-free. And then you never have to worry about being in an IRA and having to worry about taking those dollars out when you're required at 72. Because if we truly believe in buy and hold, listen, I know you all believe in buy and hold. If you truly do, then you got to have the guts to know where to pull it from, and the guts say the equities because it's going to come back, right? And if it comes back, remember, I'm saying this again, it's going to come back tax-free this time. If you leave that in the IRA, yeah, it's going to come back, but it's not going to be tax-free. Mm -hmm. So let's make more sense of it if you're when it comes to those dollars. And, you know, different times of the year, I might change my mind. But right now, that's that makes the most sense to me. Do you understand that, Randy? Absolutely. And if you have a question for Sharice, you can go to our website. Right up at the top, it says retirement at ZinniaWealth.com. That's the email address that you can use to ask a question of Sharice. So as we go through the show and you want to ask a question about something we're talking about or just something you're wondering about, use that email address. It's right at the top of our website, and we will answer your question. Let me follow up on that. Because there was a question that came into Motley Fool that I found, and it was about that very same thing, moving money from an IRA over to a Roth. And it said there's one thing that you have to watch out for, and that is, are you taking Social Security when you do this maneuver? Because if you're taking Social Security, then that money that you convert over to that Roth, that goes right onto your income, doesn't it, Sharice? And that could mean your Social Security could be taxed. So here's the thing is, yes, that is something we have to deal with and we have to worry about. But it's just not Social Security you have to worry about. It's just a Medicare Part B premium and okay. you also have to worry about. So it's two whammies you have to worry about. So this person that we were just talking about was rolling over $40,000 from their IRA over to the Roth. I just want to know what, which, you know, if it was equities or cash they pulled out of. Well, guess what? We also did the math and said, now, if you do this and you do start collecting Social Security in the future and you do this for the next 10 years, this is going to add to your provisional income formula on Social Security. And um, you're for sure likely going to be in that that range where you're going to have to pay uh, taxes on up to 85 percent of your Social Security. Mm -hmm. On top of that, if we're doing this rollover for the next 10 years from the IRA to the Roth and now we're 65 and that $40,000 takes you over the income threshold that Medicare allows you to be in to pay only $170 a month on your Medicare Part B premium. And that $40,000 takes you over to the next level while you're doing this conversion. Your $170 can go to $250 a month on your Part B premium. So you also have to worry about that. So there's a lot of elements. We weigh it out. We look at the costs over 10 years. If Medicare goes up by this much for the next 10 years, if you have a higher tax because of the provisional income formula and social security because of when you collect, we add it all up and we do it over 10 years. At the end of the day, does it make sense to convert this IRA over to a Roth? And I'm going to tell you sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. So allow us to do the math on how much of your IRA you should roll over to a Roth and how that's going to affect your social security and how much that's going to affect your Medicare, because there's different phases and seasons of life you're going to go into in retirement. It starts at the grand old age of 59 and a half. And then some things step in at 62 and then again at 65 and then again at 67 and then go to at, you know, 70 and 72. So all these different steps, you need to know what the pitfalls are and be ready for it. So it's not like, Oh, well, why did I wouldn't have done it if I knew that Sharice, we're showing you 
what they're going to be before they happen. We're going to do the math on it to make sure it actually still makes sense. And that's only if taxes go up in the future, but I'm pretty sure they're going to go up. We've learned a lot today in this segment about moving money from an IRA over to a Roth. Watch out if you're taking Social Security. Watch out if you're using Medicare. Watch out which parts of your IRA you actually move over to that Roth. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot to, to figure out and a lot to to go through. That's why you have someone like Sharice who can do this for you and tell you, here are all of the options here. This is what gets you in trouble. These are the amounts that keep us under that trouble. Let's talk through that. 833-368-3680 is our number. 833-368-3680 or ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. This is that time of year that the window for moving that money over that will benefit you next year, it closes on December 31st. So that conversation needs to happen over the next 30 days. Mm -hmm. So give us a call, 833-368-3680 or online again, zinniawealth.com. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have a story about how we can learn about our investments by going to McDonald's. <laughs> That's coming up on Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, find us, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. You can also, while you're on our website, we have a media page. You can look up our podcast. Uh, Sharice has interviewed a lot of really interesting people. Another interview with Jason Aldean coming up right before the CMAs. So be looking for that coming up in just a few weeks. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Just look up Retirement Coffee Talk. All right. So, Sharice, we talk about income in retirement, and people all say, well, how much do I need? And then the formulas start coming out. You'll need 70 to 80% of your working year's income, and you'll be fine in retirement. Well, let's put that to the test here and see if it's happening in real life. The people from Goldman Sachs did a study, and they found, actually, that people are living on less than 50% of their pre-retirement income and some less than 40%. So have they been lying to us, Sharice, that we need 70 to 80%? We always say, I don't want to take a, a pay cut in, in my retirement years, but it seems like people are doing just fine on a lot less. Well, here's the, the thing, is a lot of people come in and see us and I'll start doing the income plan, right? And they'll tell me what they want in income. I'll show them withdrawal strategies, you know, from the IRA, the brokerage account, the Roth, all that kind of stuff. And then it's always kind of fun for me because most people don't expect it. And I say, well, now let's look forward 30 years at this plan based on this pessimistic plan. And I will say eight out of 10 people, they still got three to $4 million sitting there. Mm -hmm. And I said, based on a very pessimistic plan, who are you going to leave this three to four million dollars to? And they looked at me and they're they're always like, I don't know. That's a lot of money to leave. I'm like, where is that your intentions to leave that much? And they say, no, we want to leave some, but not that much. I'm like, well, now you got a good problem. Now we need to learn to spend our money better <laughs> and more. And it's interesting because people are afraid ah. to take more money out of their retirement accounts because they don't know how to, and they don't know how to look at it 30 years in the future. So we don't do things based on fear and just because we don't know and it's knowledge. And when people come in, I say, listen, let's front load your go-go years. You know, let's give you another 20 to 50 grand a year for the first 10 years. Mm -hmm. Spend that money. Because based on the plan, you still have $2 million, you know, 30 years later, if, you know, we're starting out with mm -hmm. $2 million, you know, enjoy retirement. You worked your butts off for 30 to 40 years. Did you do it to leave a legacy or did you do it so that the next 30 years in retirement is doing what you actually never got to do? Mm -hmm. And that's enjoying it and going on those trips you didn't have time to do because you were just, you know, nine to five, running and gunning, right? Paying the bills, clipping coupons. This is the time to enjoy it. So this is why this article is right. It's saying people live on 40 to 50% less than they actually could because there's no income plan 
that they have built out. There's no mm-hmm. strategy. There's no alternatives. If you know if they don't have a pension and they have a million dollars in a 401k, they they're, they're scared to take too much because maybe they hear shows like mine and they're just like, hey, we got to be careful. The markets go down. But you shouldn't be scared. You should be okay spending your money as long as you can see a full picture today and 10 and 20 and 30 years in the future. That's going to give you uber confidence with a high inflation rate and a low rate of return. That's where we start. I think know? that maybe some of these people in this survey are, are living scared in retirement. And yes, they, they, a lot of people are. They, they see what's going on right now and they pull back. They don't enjoy their retirement. I understand that completely. But we want to go into our retirement with some confidence. Confidence to spend and confidence to enjoy. And that comes with having a plan for your money, an income plan, knowing where the money's coming from, knowing what you're paying in taxes, reducing those tax liabilities, having a full financial plan. Sharice can put that together for you. 833-368-3680 is our number. We do that at no charge. 833-368-3680 or ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. Click on that big blue button there. That will get you started. All right. So, My wife and I go to McDonald's and she will order a Happy Meal because she doesn't want the great big burger and she doesn't want the great big fries. And then we take the toy and we give it to our granddaughter. Okay, so it works out very nicely. But I found out that this month for another week or so, McDonald's has been doing adult Happy Meals. I didn't even know about this. I didn't either. So you can get like a Big Mac in your Happy Meal. And you still get the fries and you still get the toy, but you can get a bigger portion, okay? And it's <laughs> and it's cheaper, okay? And and apparently these have become so popular that the people in McDonald's that are working there are are posting on social media and saying, Will you people please stop? We are we are covered up with people asking us about the adult happy meals and they're running out. So I <laughs> That is so funny. I guess what I'm doing later. <laughs> I'm gonna go check out this adult go happy. Check it meal. out, yeah, exactly. But for me, when I look at that, when we talk about portion control, you can have the small little hamburger or the small little cheeseburger if Mm -hmm. you want to, or you can have the big Big Mac if you want to. And in our investments, we have to have portion control as well. And this gets into you and I talking about how much do you want in that market? How much do you not want in that market? And as you get toward your retirement, how that kind of changes. So let's talk about that a little bit, Cherise. I can actually use an example of somebody who came in recently 67-year-old female, single, uh, she had $1.5 million in the stock market, and now good for she her. has 900000 Not good for her. Yes. Um, so she had the, the 60-40 portfolio. And so I just, I don't really understand what's going on out there with customer service and some of the advisors out there, because a year ago, we were telling people to readjust their portfolios, let's preserve from some of these losses, let's move some to alternatives. But so many other advisors just were not doing anything, like nothing. Like they were frozen. The client was frozen. The advisor was frozen because there's a lot of noise. So even the advisor can, you know, be um, a little confused on what to do as well. And I will tell you, though, this person is now saying, you know, Sharice, I think I want to sell it all and go to cash. Oh, boy. And I said, well, this is a huge loss. This is $600,000. I said, why, why don't we review the plan a little bit deeper? Let's maybe sell a few things off that took less of a hit and preserve those. But some of the stuff that took a bigger hit, I mean, there was things in that portfolio that lost already 40%. I said, you know, you're, you're pot committed. You went into this buy and hold strategy. you got to commit to it now. Mm-hmm. You know, 15 and 20%, we can make that up pretty easy. Like those things can be moved over to alternatives. But, you know, they came to us because they just did not have trust and confidence in their their financial advisor. And you have to have absolute faith in what your financial advisor is doing. And if they're frozen just like you, that would not give me confidence in retirement. You know, you might need a new advisor if this is what just happened to you. Somebody's going to think quick, make moves, make phone calls, um, stay in front of things, you know, make sure the portfolios are being maneuvered um, as interest rates are changing. You know, we were moving quickly 12 months ago, six months ago, even faster. And just so that we could preserve as much as we could on the, you know, the risk side of things. Most Sounds of our clients, like that 67 year old was that classic that you, you always say she came in and she's 67 years old, but she has a portfolio of a 35 year old. Exactly. And so. Be very careful the moves that you make. Make sure you get a second opinion. We'd be happy to do that for you. 
because we're, we're going to tell you like it is and what you should do and what you shouldn't do it. And, and just like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, we had a young lady come in and she's lost 61% and just one of her funds. I'm like, you know, you, you got to stay in that thing. Yeah. You cannot leave. But the other thing where she lost 10, 15 and 20, some of those things we can maneuver around, mm-hmm. you know, especially if the market keeps going down, we don't really know the direction of the market, but if it keeps going down, it's just going to get worse and worse. So, you know, I had somebody come in and say, Hey, I had this insurance agent come to my house and come literally to their house and say, we're going to move all of your money into annuities. And that's not the answer either. I'll hear about people saying, I got this wealth manager that's going to put all my money in bonds. I'm like, really? What bonds do you guys plan on going in? I was like, cause I want to know, you know what I mean? And like, that doesn't make sense right now either. You know, right. maybe hold off when interest rates are done going up. Let's make sense of this. But unfortunately the advisors got to make money. And so they're going to do what the best thing they have to do for you at that moment. If they're just insurance, they're going to sell you insurance. If they're a stock doc, they're just going to send you stocks and bonds. If they're a financial planner, they're probably going to do a combination of everything. Um, we would hope, but not all of them do. They are not all created equal, obviously. So just be very careful out there. Make sure whatever you do, if, if you don't have that absolute confidence and trust and you're questioning some things, you know, your gut usually is right. You know, you need to have full faith in the person that you're working with that will drive traffic and, you know, put those hazards up and then maneuver and bob and weave when these times are, are coming at us. Because, you know, all of us are really good at managing money when the market's going up, you know, but that's out of the straight up luck, right? And but then how good are we when markets are going down? Yeah, and that's what we're seeing right now. So give us a call at Zinnia Wealth, and let's get that evaluation for you. If you have a financial advisor right now and you're just not sure about the track that they have you on, you're, you're losing money, you're close to retirement, you thought you were conservative, and now look at those, those red lines that are happening right now. Give us a call. Let's do the analysis for you, and let's see if we can help. 833-368-3680. 833-368-3680 or online, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. Click on that big blue box and you'll be on your way. Sharice, I'll give you the last word for today. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for sending us questions to ask uh, and talk about and answer over the radio show. Keep doing that. You can go to our website and do that as well. There's a lot of noise out there. A lot of people are making some decisions, some bad decisions, some people making good decisions. Let's make the right decision and do the math. As usual, live by design and not by default. And we'll see you here next week. This has been Retirement Coffee Talk. To find out more about how the strategies we've discussed on this program can build the retirement you've been wanting, call Zinnia Wealth at 352-368-3680 or visit us online at ZinniaWealth.com. Join us next week at this same time for Retirement Coffee Talk here on 97.3 FM, The Sky. Sharice Rivers is an investment advisor representative of Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sharice Rivers is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Sharice Rivers, NPN Insurance License Number 8718011.